millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm and forever alongside the sneaker freak himself, DB Darren Bed. Anyway, we begin with Europa League reaction where Eric Tenag's Manchester United drew with Barcelona in the first leg of the knockout stages. It not really matter, it's the first leg. The match, of course, was live on TalkSport. Here is all the fallout. Barcelona 2, Manchester United 2. It's been a terrific football match. Absolutely wonderful to watch. And that is that. There's the full-time whistle. And it will do fine for Manchester United. Yes, we should have won this game. So we have steps to go. But uh, I think it were two good teams. Uh, highest level. Uh, it was enjoyable to watch, but I think everyone agrees that it was a really high performance level from both teams. And uh, when I show into my team, yeah, I was really happy uh, with our performance uh, to face this strong team. Rashford played in by Fred into the penalty area, right foot, it shoots low towards the goalkeeper's near post and scores again. What a lightning quick goal. What a response from Manchester United. Marcus Rashford celebrates. Well, I think it has to be Marcus Rashford. He's still head and shoulders the most threatening player for Manchester United. He was key to both of the goals, obviously taking one and making one in that second half. He was frightening Jules Kunde and Alonso and Christiansen and Rajo when they were on the pitch. And, you know, he probably should have had a couple more with the chances that he had. At the moment, he's pretty hard to play against. Breathless stuff in the camp now tonight. Non-stop action, an absolute feast of football and a delight to watch. Who would have thunk it, right? You get a good coach, in fact, I'll rephrase that, a brilliant coach, brilliant manager, in charge of a very, very good squad that have been underachieving. And who knew that players like Wan-Bissaka, and I'm going to throw, obviously Rashford is, is top of the list. Obviously Wan-Bissaka is, is the top of the list there because for, for yeah. me that you think about who he was and what he was when he moved from Man United for £50 million. Maguire. He's now playing Maguire, who's not his number one, away at Leeds. That is a tough place to go. Ten Hag is a brilliant coach, a brilliant manager. They have been missing this United. They've wasted three and a half years since Jose left. Now he's starting to see what could have been under a better manager. Rashford is on the run again. He's being tracked by Jules Kunde. Gets into the penalty area, goes down right on the edge of the box, looks at the linesman, looks at the referee. Oh, no penalty given. Oh, I see. For me, this is just an obvious by Jules Kunde. It's brilliant for Marcus Rashford. I think it's not good. It was a really bad decision and I can't understand. Maybe they were impressed by the pressure Barca made, but that can't be in, uh, on the highest European level. Eric Tenard, what he's done for Man United in the, the characteristic change of the players, the way they just walk on the pitch. Luke Shaw, Tyrell Malassia, what a player, what a signing. 
love him. Everyone seems to forget I was the one that rang Talk Sport and said to Anton Ferdinand that Rashford is the new Deli Alley. And I meant it because that's what I thought he was. Mm-hmm. But, and then from that time, two days later, he scored the two goals against Liverpool and he went on the run. Yeah, he is mustard. And I'm really happy that he's doing his stuff now. So yeah. I think we are in a title race as well, yeah? Because like Alex Ferguson said, you get to March, April. If you're still in the un- you're still in the game. Come on, United. Come on, Eric Tenog. And I'm glad Ronaldo's enjoying the sun out in Saudi Arabia. He looks good out there, you know? <laughs> And it's understood investors linked to the Qatari royal family will make a bid to buy United tomorrow. The Glazer family is seeking at least £5 billion. Merchant bankers Rain, who are assessing the offers, want them submitted by 10 o'clock. On now to the fallout from Arsenal's defeat in the Premier League. Title showdown to Man City. And the former Palace Mona owner, Simon Jordan, has claimed that the Gunners now may get pipped by Manchester United for second place. Oh, dear. Bentley will be pleased about that. A big, big result in the title race, and it's now Advantage City. It's finished at the Emirates. Arsenal 1, Manchester City 3. There's no doubt in my mind watching Arsenal yesterday and watching the nature of the fan support. Arsenal has got them at it. I'm not always in his camp for the jack-in-the-box stuff, but he's got the unity there. This is a lot to do with Arteta, the noise in that stadium. Mm. So what I came away thinking was, I begin to think there's... In my mind, despite thinking Arsenal could do this, I don't think they will. And I think they might even get pipped by Man United for second spots. But what I saw was a side that's inevitably going to win the Premier League in the next couple of years. Now, here's the Villa legend, Gabby Agbonahor, claiming his old teammate, Jack Grealish, is proven his worth after his £100 million move. Jack Grealish has given the champions the lead. He's been outstanding recently, you know, and he's not been getting the goals and then the assist that he deserved with his performances. And last night he got that goal, you know, in the right position. Is that his biggest moment in a City shirt up to to this point? Yeah, I think it is. You know, he scored at Old Trafford and... um, His reaction certainly suggested it was. Yeah, and they they didn't go on to win the game. But last night, scored that goal. That's what he'd come into Manchester City for, for £100 million. It's goals like that. And his performances have been outstanding. Running at players, even the first goal... Um, Tommy Asu's mistake mm-hmm. it's Jack pressurising him he puts in the hard yards works hard he's um, getting used to his teammates he's getting used to Pep's um, formations and tactics and that's why he was brought for £100 million and yeah. nights like last night goals like last night and he's proving a lot of people wrong Now Lawrence Coley and Richard Riakpo the midnight train almost came to blows in a heated clash on Wednesday night in London the British cruiserweight rivals both attended the European premiere of Creed 3 about the aftershave, which took place at Leicester Square. Riakpour admitted he has a responsibility to conduct himself better in public. I don't know. I don't know who started. You know what? I need to watch the video again. You know, sometimes in the heat of the moment, you don't really recall every, everything that was said. I think I need to just have a look at the videos again. I just came off so- social media and haven't been um, really seeing everything that's going on. I heard, you know, the Clippers doing numbers. It's gone viral. Yeah. And, um, you know, it is what it is. I think the great thing was, you know, nobody threw hands. You know, we're professional boxers. We're supposed to conduct ourselves properly, and it's not really a great look. But um, I can do better. I'm a human being. And um, same same goes for Akoli. But when we do get in the ring, I'm telling you, it's going to be over 18s. Mm. It's not going to be PG, I'll tell you. On now to the fallout in the Arnold Clark Cup, where Serena Vigman's England Lionesses 
beat South Korea. Lauren James, clinical, rifled, right-footed. There's a proper first England goal. And England are rampant, and the scoreline reflects that. England 4, South Korea 0, and a landmark moment for Chelsea's Lauren James. Her first goal for the Lionesses, and it will surely be the first of many. Very good performance. We expect the Korea a little higher on the pitch, but they played a little deeper and very compact. That's what we did expect. I think the first half we um, were trying to find the spaces too, but we were with too many players behind the ball. We needed more players in front of the ball, higher on the pitch, and that's what we did second half. Of course, we scored the first goal in the first half and really quick in the second half. I think we did that really well. And actually, I think we had a great performance in small spaces, trying to play possession game on a very hard pitch, which wasn't very good. Um, so I'm happy. Uh, we saw a lot of players. Yeah, we came out of this pretty good. Now, Ben Stokesy Stokes and his England team were back in action in the earlier hours of yesterday morning against New Zealand, and it was live on Talk Sport 2. The first day of the test match was full of drama. Here's Sam Ellard to round up the best of the action. Well, I'm stood here on the outfield at the Bay Oval after a thrilling day of cricket, and it was good to know that Captain Ben Stokes was prepared at the toss. If you'd have won the toss, what would you have done? Um, don't know. I, I was just going to go with what first thing came to my head, to be honest, because I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> Do you seriously mean that when you yeah, say that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good old Ben, never change, Ben, never change. Anyway, England did bat first, Ben Duckett made a quick fire 84, and Jeru got out in the most bad ball way possible. Pushes in and he's uh, an attempted reverse lap that is caught by Mitchell at second slip. A quite extraordinary dismissal, and Root looks filthy with himself. That's just Joe Root playing a reverse scoop on day one of the test match. Pretty standard stuff now. Well, there are three guarantees in life, death, taxes, and Harry Brook scoring runs. Uh, Harry Brook has just uh, cover driven on the ups, Tim Southey back over his head, and he's held the pose as well. That is picture perfect. Yeah, Brook looked magnificent as he made 89. England declared, yes, declared on day one, on 325 for nine, and that decision proved to be a good one. Into the pads, ballooning to the onside and taken, good catch under the helmet. And England have the breakthrough, inside edge, ballooning up, and as a Pope under the helmet, comes forward, takes a good catch. Latham went early, England picked up two more wickets as New Zealand closed day one, 37 for three. There'll be more drama on day two. Make sure you join TalkSport 2 for live commentary. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we finish with Gabby O'Bonnell telling a story about Ross McCormack missing training at Villa after Alan Brazil missed yesterday's show. I basically told you what it's about. It's about Ross McCormack missing training at Villa. There was a player called Ross, Ross McCormack. He yeah. um, didn't turn for training and he said to Steve Bruce he was ill. Steve Bruce wasn't having it. Wasn't having it. Stormed out of training. Mm. Turned up to his house in Solihull. He got these gates. And he's got his gates at his house, Ross McCormack, and his excuse was that he was a bit poorly and he couldn't get in because his gates were broken and he couldn't get over his gates. But his gates were like six foot high. Oh, yeah. So Steve Bruce was fuming. And Ross was saying that, oh, I was looking out the curtains and could see the gaffer at the gates, like looking how he could get over the gates. Next day, fined, in trouble, gaffer not having it. So he's not the first person not to make <laughs> it for work. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm, the last one of the week. Yeah, that's how weeks work. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe! That was a podcast from TalkSport.